0: Demanding and like, just like, hold on, do this on air, and that's it.
1: Well, yeah, there, there are reasons for this.
0: I just think it's you know the
1: real.
0: show died when
1: you joined. No, it got better.
0: It took no, it didn't. The people wanted me, and the people spoke, and the people got oh, what they you know wanted.
1: What? I, the people
2: I'll put your
0: head down
1: the toilet in a minute. <laughs> the toilet keeps coming back. <laughs> mm,
0: do you you not t- compare me to Mr. Hanky.
1: Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo.
0: <laughs> the Christmas poo.
1: Oh, you, you, were- <laughs> you wish you. You wish you had that amount of personality. Yeah.
0: Wow. Where's all this hate coming from? You
1: are the stain of the show. <laughs>
0: I almost swore then, and it was a horrible swear word, Stephen.
1: Horrible swear word? It
0: was. You horrible swear
1: word. You know, this is all being word. recorded, and it's all going out to our audience, so well, I guess I should say, Hey, kids! Welcome to episode 20 of Piercing the Veil, with the Grandmaster himself, me, Robin Pierce, and my two side picks, number one... Stephen Pierce. ...number two...
0: Right, you really call me <laughs> number two. <laughs> No, you're not the grandmaster. <laughs> Steven's not number one, and I refuse to be classed as number two. No. Damn it! She caught on. No. No. <laughs> no, not having it.
1: <laughs> okay, it's me, Robin Pierce.
0: Uh-uh-huh. I'm the leader, so it's me.
1: No, so no, no, Pierce. no, no.
0: You are not the leader. No. Put your hand down, sir.
1: I think you'll find that I'm the famous. I'm no. the face of this. No. You know, I'm the, the boy.
0: You don't have a face that only a mother would like. <laughs> she did
1: <laughs> And Anyhow. the master, Stephen Pierce.
0: Uh, no. You're welcome. Nope.
1: Okay, let's try this again. We'll get we'll we'll get a new opening. Okay.
0: Okay. Hi, it's me, Tiffany Pierce, <laughs> with the two idiots.
1: Hang on a second. I'm the director and producer here, so basically. I think <coughs> Hey, kids! Welcome to Robin Pierce's piercing the veil with my two cohorts. No
0: Co- cohorts.
1: Yes. No.
0: Stephen came up with piercing the veil, not yeah.
1: you. I That's my foresee... name. Why are you shouting? There's a microphone right there in front of
0: me. Is it's unjustified?
1: I am, okay The
0: audacity
1: (laughs) Welcome to Robin Pierce's podcast
0: No, welcome to Tiffany's podcast
1: Welcome to Stephen's piercing the veil
2: With my buddies
0: Why is this Why is this Am I always last
1: Because you came into it once. But I made it more fun Then Steve came on Steve named it And then we tolerate you Tolerate Because you're number
0: two You know Oh seriously uh, Seriously
1: Right We've got some stuff to talk about And we've just lost Stephen
0: Stephen's still giggling <laughs> about number two Giggling Giggling, giggling. Yes.
1: <laughs> Is that like the time when you asked me what Orange year <laughs> Stop
0: saying
1: number
0: two <laughs> I, I put it down as It being a Welsh thing
1: what, orangeade? Yeah, because we were in Manchester.
0: Yeah, no, because, okay, as in like being Welsh, okay, you <laughs> you read, you pronunciate the words or the letters. So I didn't say orangeade, I saw orangeade, because I literally was saying all the letters.
1: Should I just point out that that was just a couple of days before your 22nd birthday? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, on a recent trip to Disney, Tiff, when offered a menu by a waiter, turned into a Victorian lady. Thank you all.
0: Yes. Well, I just got taken by surprise because I thought I was to be last because I was the furthest from the table, and he no, said, "No, you were furthest first. from the
1: waiter. You are closest to the table."
0: Oh well, yeah, whatever.
1: Okay.
0: So I just got taken by surprise. Should we
1: Carry on with the podcast.
0: Yes, let's do it. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> right. What you've been up to this week? Oh my. <laughs> we saw the
2: Joker. We all did.
1: Okay. Um, my take on the Joker before your take on the Joker, or does do you want to go first? We saw it together. Yeah. We saw it separately. And upon reflection, it was a good thing that she did. Indeed. Mm. Indeed. Indeed.
0: I personally really liked The Joker.
1: We didn't ask you. How did she get to do this first? We didn't ask you.
0: Because you've gone on a tangent now, and I'm getting back to the point. So I personally really enjoyed The Joker. It's kind of like a standalone movie where anyone could just go in, watch it, and understand.
1: Understand what? Yeah.
0: Like the beginning of the Joker. Oh.
1: Okay. You don't have Not to the read the graphic novel.
0: No, you don't have to read a graphic novel to understand. You well, don't need to see a certain movie before you see this. You can just go in, watch it, and go away. I
1: like going away.
0: Yeah, you see, Go away. Now oh. close the door behind you.
1: Okay. <clears throat> now then, the professional film critic
0: Not professional.
1: will now speak. Oh, how many film reviews have you had published in Starburst?
0: i don't write for to. Davis.
1: No, you don't write at all. So there. Well,
0: I Anyhow, could do if I wanted I, to.
1: I no no no.
0: Yes, I could.
1: I I loved it. I didn't think I would because they haven't really embraced the comic book nature of the character as much as they could. But there are enough shout-outs to the comic book uh, continuity. That make it quite relevant and I thought damning indictment of mental health care because this guy goes off the deep end because social services funding is withdrawn, his meds are taken away from him and you can see his downward slide um, he's treated pretty badly it to me read a lot like the origin story to Heath Ledger's Joker in The Dark Knight Steve
2: um. I loved it because it was actually very, very reminiscent of the killing joke.
1: Yeah. Not
2: not the actual killing joke story, but his origins of failed comedian. Um. It, it got that as close as I think we're ever likely to see in live action form.
1: Oh, I hope not.
2: Um. I did like the fact... I loved some of the Easter eggs in it. Like, the same movie was showing in the theatre as was showing at the beginning of Batman vs. Superman. Which was? You had the Excalibur poster. Yeah. And it was Zorro.
1: No, sir. Yes, sir. No, no sir. It was... Ooh, look at that ...a comedy movie... ...called Zorro the Gay Blade. Okay.
2: It was still Zorro.
1: Oh dear. Okay. Okay. Fine. But it was a comedy. Not The Mark of Zorro. The comic books have long since told us it was. But it was enough of an Easter egg... Oh, I don't know why I gestured with my hand then. You picked up on it. Well, I would, because there, you, there, there would be no Batman Martha. in your life if it wasn't for me. Martha.
0: I didn't pick up on it.
1: I'm not surprised at that. I did not
0: that.
1: <clears throat> you know why he's saying Martha now?
0: Oh, because Batman and Superman have the same um, name.
1: Yes, and in 50 years of reading comics I never realised.
0: Martha! Mar- Barbara? Why Barbara? did you say Martha? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so. Marks out of 10 for Joker Tiffany. Eight. Marks out of 10 for. Adastra Steve.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I that a measly two.
1: What? Why? Oh, I'll give it a seven. Did you not understand it?
0: I didn't enjoy it. Why? Well, you'd think it ended, and then it carried on. And I was like, well, you could have ended that 50 minutes ago, and I was getting hungry.
1: That's like me with any one of your discussions. I think it's over, then it carries on. Wow,
0: that's so rude.
1: And then it carries on again.
0: So rude.
2: I'd give Astria at least a seven.
0: I didn't enjoy it. I I liked it. Some of the graphics were. I have
2: right, already man. pre-ordered the Blu-ray. Oh, I wouldn't agree with that. I, that that's what Guard the Seven.
0: Yeah, but some of it, yeah, was just completely incorrect. Like when he was trying to, when he was holding that shield and he was trying to jump. Do you, do you all remember that scene? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: that's just, that just wouldn't happen.
2: The only scene that I wasn't that keen on,
1: although it looks great was
2: the falling down to earth at the very beginning.
1: Oh, when everything blows up on that uh, radio. It looked
2: great, but I thought that's a bit far fetched But I'd, I'd, so I'd so give so it
1: a so 7. Hard. What <clears throat> would you give it? I would give it a 7.5. Oh, you I, have to be different. I yes. enjoyed it. Okay, Alex, uh, Alex Lachick from Silent Radio, has spoiled a certain scene by saying, of course they'd have an escape hatch near the Booster Rockets. That makes perfect sense that he could get it in that way. I'm thinking, oh, oh, mm, yeah, okay. But then again, I have forgiven the Empire Strikes Back several inaccuracies as well that other people just overlook.
2: It, it was nowhere near an interstellar good
1: or the Martian good.
0: No, all gravity.
1: It wasn't. Oh, I do like gravity. I, it, I, I, I wasn't really enjoy gravity. It, it took you about six goes hmm. to even acknowledge that Matt Damon was in Interstellar because you kept falling
0: asleep.
1: Yeah, I do like his point. I've
0: not properly watched that yet.
2: You, you will like that. We have to stay away. Yeah. Okay. It's better on Blu-ray. Otherwise, it may it literally makes no sense. Okay. Yeah. Stay awake all the way through it. Mm-hmm. Because after the first seeing it, I actually referred to it as <clears> the <throat> dumb space change movie.
0: okay.
1: Yeah. But to use your favourite phrase, to be fair, Okay. we'd gone for pizza beforehand. Yeah. And there were these obnoxious kids having a birthday party and they were being a little bit Two hands on with the ice cream machine, which you could help yourself. Yeah. And basically, Steve, myself, and Catherine Sharp, who's listening in, uh, decided to play these kids at their own game. And we conceived uh, the ice cream machine and that's as really much as we possibly could. As you would. And. Um, all three of us fell asleep during Interstellar. Okay.
0: That makes sense, though.
1: Well, let the 50... I was then, 55-year-old could empty an ice cream machine.
0: Yeah, I would do the same.
1: Yeah, yeah. But they were being obnoxious. But then again... <coughs> to lead us into <coughs> our second... Excuse yourself. Sorry. That, you didn't it. do it either. I went... <coughs> I didn't cough and splutter and spit all over the I microphone.
0: I didn't. I put my hand in front of my mouth.
1: What's that drooling down the microphone now? Oh, give over. Um, obnoxious people in the cinema.
0: Oh, don't even start. Don't even now, start.
1: Now, Tiffany had apparently a bad experience, and we've all had them. We've all had them. I will recount mine later, and I'm sure Steve's had a few. Yeah. But I- first.
0: It was the Here's worst Tiffany. cinema experience ever. And I think the thing that... Uh, the was... worst
1: for you or the worst for anybody ever? Because I can beat it, I guarantee you.
0: Oh, well, I don't know.
1: No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> now Go on then. What so, happened?
0: And it was during a DC movie. Like, The Joker. I was trying to watch The Joker. Okay. Why would you try and spoil it for me? So I went to... Uh, this... Not me, not me. Well, no, but the
1: people... I wasn't even there.
0: No, you weren't. Okay. So I went to a certain cinema, and I chose my seats. And I always like to be the furthest back in the middle of the screen.
1: The middle. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: And then the people. So there was a space next to me, and then there was another couple. Then the man that was sitting next to the woman would was on his phone. He was on
1: his but phone, looking at his phone.
0: Looking That's at his phone. That's unforgivable.
1: He should be bragged out and, and beat
0: he took a with phone his call. own shoe. He took a phone call as soon as the movie started. Whoa, like,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. He took a phone call yes. in the cinema. Oh. He didn't yes. get up and leave.
0: No, no, All right, no. Now,
1: beating him with his own shoe until he cries in front of his girlfriend right, is not enough. That man needs to be dragged out into the car park, tied to a lamppost, and burnt.
0: Literally, that's what I felt like doing.
1: Okay. And then, they're cinema etiquette, people. Take it seriously.
0: Yeah, like it says on the screens, all screens before the movie starts, put away your phones. Or at least have the decency to put them on silent. Because my phone's always on silent.
1: And Even if you're away. not.
0: Oh, I'm silent during a movie. I got told that the hard way. By you. Yeah. Who I I tell? I think it was The Hulk, wasn't yeah. it? And it was quite a long movie. And obviously my attention span was... Um, <laughs>
1: Not much better than it yeah. is now.
0: No, I could sit through a Hulk movie now. Okay, but in the it cinema, didn't you took...
1: help when you you're know, that age. This was the first Hulk
2: movie, yeah, wasn't yeah. It? and not the one. No, the no. the Ang Lee. No. One. Yeah, the Ang Lee. One. Okay, because it didn't help when the cinema was quite quiet, and you have you know F say next to us, us watching the screen going, so. When's Hulk showing
1: up?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I remember you took me out and told me to shut up and then told me to to sit down. But at least you took me out and told me to do that. Yeah. You didn't, like, ruin it for everybody Got that
2: going for me. Mm. You're also sighing a lot until the Hulk turned
0: up. Well, to be fair, it's nothing until the Hulk arrives, is it? Anyway, back to my terrible experience.
1: Oh, yes. Most recent one?
0: Well, I think this is the worst one for me, really. So then he took a phone call as the movie began, and I was like, You could have taken this phone call like during the trailers, I'd have been annoyed, but not that annoyed because the trailers, people are talking, you know, sweet rappers are wrestling, stuff like that, you're getting your sweets ready for the movie. And so, yeah, he took a phone call, that annoyed me. Then he was on his phone during the whole movie. And so that was in the corner of my eye. His screen was in the corner of my eye, and I just kept seeing it. And I was like, I'm trying to watch the Joker here. And then the woman had nonstop running commentary about the film. Like? Okay, so at one point they take the scene, uh, the scene, the sign from the Joker. You know, when All he's advertising the kids. Advertising yeah. the kids yeah. They
1: steal a the sign, he follows them down an alleyway, exactly. and they ambush him.
0: And they ambush him. They start beating him.
1: Well, the, they don't do it to the Joker. They do it to Arthur Fleck. Because well, he, yeah. he isn't the Joker. Yeah,
0: but anyway. So then um, she goes, Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. He just got beaten. Isn't that the worst thing ever? Why would they do that? And I was like, Love, we're all watching the same movie. We can see that he's being beaten. Yes, it's terrible. But we don't need your running commentary of it.
1: Um, can I just pause you right there? And... Can I just shake your hand? Thank you. Because that is so much more sanitised and appropriate for a podcast. <laughs> 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 you know, a uh, I, I'm, I'm so proud of
0: you for that. I, was... I get enraged when I keep telling the story, so then all the swear words just blur out. But now I've said it a few times, I've been able to tone it back. That's good. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> okay. Carry on.
0: So then, Sean... Was non-stop sighing, the other sighing. Explain,
1: please, our audience don't know who Sean is. Yeah.
0: Sean is my fiancé.
1: Right. Is he? Who is not here at the moment. but he has been invited to participate in these. Yes. Maybe one day he'll be here.
0: So then he was sighing next to me and complained about him, but nothing got done. So then I had him on my left side sighing, and then them on the right side, she talking very loudly... And him on his phone. So then, towards the end, I lost my willpower and turned my head and told her to shh. I had enough of it. Okay. I couldn't keep it in.
1: not any this anymore.
0: To which I had a reply from her uh, running commentary again. She told me to shut up. She told me to shut up. And I was like, yes, I did. I don't need you running commentary. We're watching all the same movie. We know what's happening. So can you please be quiet so I can enjoy my movie?
2: can. Very
1: well said. Very, well, very said. well said. Very well said, yes.
0: I did actually swear at her, but, you know, we don't need to hear that. No, no
1: we, we don't. don't. We've heard it enough. Yeah. We even know what body part you call her. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway...
0: Uh, To which they quietened down a little bit, but it still wasn't to my satisfactory. Oh, my God. I wanted them to be, like, not hear, like, a pin drop from them, but they were still being quite loud. Okay. To which that was through it through all the movie. Right. And then I had to complain again to the staff, which weren't very helpful.
1: Okay. That was your worst cinema experience?
0: Worst cinema trip ever.
1: Okay. Mine was for The Two Towers, the second Lord of the Rings movie. And we were sitting the second row down from the back. Okay. Steve was with me. It's a three-hour movie. And a woman had decided to take her elderly mother to see it. Yeah. I don't think the elderly mother was completely with it because this, the daughter was explaining each and every scene to her loudly in normal speaking voice
0: Okay.
1: and telling her what was going to happen next oh, God. because she'd already seen it. And oh, she's laughing in all the wrong places. And the, the lady, the elderly lady, when there's, you know, these... There's a, a village being ransacked yeah. and people are dying. She was like giggling, and this went on for three hours.
0: Did you say anything to them?
1: I I, I looked over at them because they were directly behind me, but they didn't stop. But at that point, you know, it's like maybe I can just tune them out because most times I can tune people out because your mother sometimes. You know, we'll walk out of uh, a screening at the end of the film and I'll say, oh, that was really good. Did you enjoy that? And she'll say, well, the people behind us were a bit annoying. And I thought, seriously, there were other people in that screening? I didn't know.
0: Yeah.
2: Steve? My worst one is slightly different to your two. I met you from work. And we went to the cinema, as we often do. And you went to see Inside Out. Oh! I know this one, yeah. And we were sitting next to a... Oh, (laughs) it's actually hard to describe. Um...
1: (sighs) They were an ill-educated bunch of... Holidaymakers yes. from a nearby city, yes. um, which we shall not name, but they have two soccer teams, yeah. and it's the birthplace of the Beatles. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and they they <laughs> you know they, they brought in their very cheap you know the cheap kind of suites that were loud. The, oh
0: yeah.
1: Actually, they, just about everything they, they seem to be wrapped, yeah, in in wrappers <clears> that <clears throat> when you unwrap them, it makes the entire auditorium turn black go yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: And inside out,
1: you've seen it, right?
0: Yes, of course, it's a Disney movie. It's
1: a Pixar movie, but it's yeah. still Pixar Disney.
0: Movie. It's still Disney. Oh, would you Th- call the were... Avengers
1: a Disney movie? No, it's a Marvel movie.
0: Mm, they were run by, by Disney. Abs- they were. Oh, don't have me with your <laughs> finger,
2: sir. <laughs> explaining parts of the movie, like abstract thought.
1: Yeah. But wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was explaining everything to his kids. Well, yeah. that's funny because I was like. No. I was like half listening to him Half to the film I was thinking Are we actually watching this same film? Because they were explaining imbecile. What all these emotions were Yeah And <laughs> He'd never experienced half of them
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the, the guy next to us Was trying to kind of Correct the movie And explain it to his kids And it was all wrong and It's like um, You felt the need You were getting more annoyed Because They were talking In normal Talking voice
1: and you felt and the need to explain to
2: them as well. You, you also were getting more irritated that they were explaining it wrong.
0: Yeah, I can understand that.
2: And, and the fact that, you know, at certain stages, you know, they're actually bringing out things like sandwiches. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. no. I hate when people have, like, bring a picnic to cinema. I'll
2: tell you one, listen. <laughs> Cinemas. 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 <laughs>
0: Cinemas. Cinemas
2: all over the world. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We should move on to the next segment. I
0: tried my best. Now,
1: what do we hate most? What are, what are our bugbears against these people in the cinemas? I don't like people who talk in their normal speaking voices during a film. Me too. Yeah. I, I used to go, since my experience with The Two Towers... I used to go and sit right at the very back, as high as I can get, so that nobody could ever sit behind me again. Okay? Yeah. That has a disadvantage where anybody checking their phone for messages, because I always seem to be in cinemas with people who are so important, they can't take two hours out of their lives without checking their messages or checking in with somebody. So, you know, you get these little floodlights going off in various places in the auditorium. If you're sitting at the top, you're going to see them. So, I've moved down a little bit now. Actually, three rows from where you come in, about halfway up, center screen. That's my... That's where I sit. Yeah. Um, don't bring in very loud suites. They don't sell those no. in most of the stands anyway.
2: But, you know... If you understand... It crunch when I'm around. The worst possible, I think, experience you can have, and it's a movie I absolutely loved, was The Quiet Place. Yeah. That has to be one of the worst movies possible to watch in a cinema. It is. It is. Because there was so much noise, that usually with all the you know, special effects, music, everything you can you out.
0: I have seen it, yeah.
2: But with that one, because it's pretty much a silent
0: movie. Hmm. So the thing is, yeah, what I've always, like, done is I've purposely bought sweets that don't have wrappers wrapped yeah. around the sweets. Yeah. So, you know, you go You things for, like, say, Minstrels or Revels or something like that, or even popcorn, and then you open your packet of sweets. This is by the popcorn, because obviously. You open your packet of sweets during the... Trailers, yeah. So then you're not having to faff around when the movie's on.
1: Yeah. See, my go-to snacks in the cinema: a popcorn, yeah, or b ice cream.
0: I do like ice cream, yeah.
1: But you've got these people who bring in, you know, their 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 nachos.
0: Oh, that's really annoying. Oh, the hot dog's not too bad.
1: Hot dog's not too bad. It's filling. The hot dog, my problem with people bringing their hot dogs in is inevitably the smell wafts my way and then I want one.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But with nachos, you know, it's... <coughs> <coughs> but there's in it.
0: I think it was, I can't remember which one it was, was it? It was an Avengers movie. Yeah. I can't remember which one, but this woman literally brought a whole picnic in, including Mr. Kipling (laughs) Peaks. And I was like, as the lights went up, I looked to my right, and I was like, oh my sweet lord, she's brought, like, literally her whole kitchen with her.
1: Well, I've seen a family come in, and they've been handing sandwiches up and down, and there's been a flask, there have been um, bags of crisps, there have been cakes and and biscuits as well. Oh,
0: no.
1: But I remember going to see Eye in the Sky, the Helen Mirren movie, with the drones, and it was quite an old crowd. And genteel as they were, they were handing around packets of worthies. <laughs> I, I remember um, when going to see Tomb Raider. Yeah.
2: And Which the, one? Uh, the latest one. Okay. And you had uh, a kid in the audience. Oh, the chubby little kid yeah. that sat next to us. And judging by his age. You know, okay, you know, seemed to rid fine, great. But he ate a large popcorn. To All to himself. Yeah. Okay. Some sweets. Yeah. Again, to himself. A what? And a, you know, a large, like, um, soft drink.
0: Yeah.
2: Everything was, you know, supersized large.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I think they're the maven crisps.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: and yeah.
1: He had those within the first... Half hour, half hour, moment. gone because all we could hear was his eating noises.
0: Oh great! <laughs> yeah, well, at least you hey, have endurance. Hold had on, hold, on. hold, hold on. Oh, okay then.
2: <laughs> Once he's finished, he then had- <laughs> curls up and goes <laughs> to sleep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thankfully, he didn't snore.
0: Oh, okay then.
1: So we don't like people who eat loudly. We don't like people who talk, and we don't especially like. People who check their phones.
0: Yeah, checking the phones a really pet hate for me.
1: Yeah. That's why I tend to leave mine in the car.
0: I'll bring mine in, but I know it's on silent. It's in my handbag.
1: Mm. No. Right then. So what have we proven here, that we're all sociopaths who shouldn't be allowed with other people in the cinema? Well, if they behaved they behaved and if they behaved as if they weren't at home in their living rooms yeah that's what i'm
0: saying like they're all getting used to having these films in their living rooms and being able to do whatever they want but in the cinema you're with a load of other people and they're just acting entitled thinking
1: entitled that's exactly the word Yeah." yeah
0: yeah and they're just acting like Nobody else is around, so when maybe somebody else is getting annoyed and tries to shh, then they get all Mm. haughty.
1: Indeed. Maybe we're not part of the solution. Maybe we are part of the problem, you know?
0: No. No, we abide by the rules of the cinema.
1: The cinema. The unspoken pact when you buy your ticket.
0: Well, it says on the screens, put your phones away. So
2: Yeah, but it, it's gotten worse with phones since smartphones.
1: Smartphones are invariably not used by smart people. No.
0: No, that is true.
1: And it's kind of
2: and one of the things that and you can see it happening in the cinema and it's a major pet hate is they're on social media yeah. And putting things up about the movie, clearly spoiling it for other people who haven't seen the movie. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely.
0: Oh, I don't like spoilers. I don't
1: like spoilers. Nope. But this kind of leads us in. What did we make of the final Star Wars trailer released last Monday?
0: Oh, the feels.
1: The feel we, we're, we're not talking about C three PO we we can't. It's too much. Three PO? what are you doing? Don't I'm just taking a last look, sir. Don't sir That's my friends.
0: Oh, you've got to have a swinging brick inside if you don't cry at that.
1: That 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 that, that almost broke me. The the one the one line that brought more of a lump to my throat than any other in any trailer in recent memory was from Force Awakens, Chewie, we're home.
0: Oh, I love
2: that. It feels more like a proper Star Wars movie
1: than the Last Jedi.
2: Yeah, I I don't really know what it is with the Last Jedi in particular. I think it's because. Even though The Empire Strikes Back was quite a dark movie, there was humour in it. Yeah. I didn't find The Last Jedi really that fun to watch. Um, it, had, had, it had its fair share of good scenes. It did. But there were certain scenes, like the final scene with Luke.
1: Yeah. And he hands the dice to Leia. Yeah. And they are corporeal and being handed yeah. over by a non-corporeal force ghost. Or um, force vision, sorry. Those dice are with her. No, they're not. They're hanging off the mirror in my car. Haven't you seen them?
2: After he has died. <laughs> my sabacc die. He's died. They're still oh, there for yeah. a while. And the floating in space,
1: which is... Leia floating in space, I didn't like at all. And I didn't like the wasted opportunity of going onto that gambling planet and picking up somebody that we've never seen before. That should really, from a narrative point of view, it would have made sense to have that be Lando. I, I don't like this scene, this the alien milk and Luke scene. Well, that one, I can kind of see the sense because fandom being as toxic as it is these days, and finding fault in just about everything, you'd have had somebody say, okay, so Luke was stranded on this place, which is like an island surrounded by sea. We've seen no rivers, no lakes. What did he drink? So I think that was just a way of shutting everybody up and saying, this is how he sustained himself. What did you think of it? It's I not a pleasant I need scene. i
0: to rewatch it. I've kind
2: of forgotten about it. But it's like there, there's Ooh, a. Scene. triple bill. We have tickets
0: to oh, the no, triple bill. Oh, I it's can't. That, do three, a scene What is that like nine hours worth?
2: No! Eight. Eight. Oh,
0: oh. There's seriously. a scene. There's a
2: scene in the. um. Oh. Where there was Snoke. Yeah. And you have like. The entire room catches fire. Yeah. But there's nothing for it to catch fire
1: to? Well, there's some nice red curtains to catch fire, but why they combust quite as dramatically as they do and how flammable is the inside of that spaceship which must be built out of steel? <sighs> but anyway, back to the point, what did we make of the trailer for Rise of Skywalker? I think it bodes well
2: Yes. I think that from what I've seen in the trailer and on the poster having Darth Sidious return, they could actually pull this off and give the ending that everybody wants.
1: Well, I certainly hope so, because I've been watching these for 42 years and I want a proper ending. And I'm quite optimistic because the original trilogy... I,
0: Is this 4 5 cents Yes. Okay.
1: I didn't really care much for the Ewoks, because after the runaway success of Star Wars, as we called it back then, A New Hope, as you youngsters call it. I am the New Hope. And <laughs> return, the Empire Strikes Back, you have the mighty Empire basically toppled by Teddy. Bear. Oh, they look cute, though. They look cute, but I thought, really, teddy bears. (laughs) But it had a good ending. Um, The second Death Star blew up. You had um, Anakin Skywalker. You had Yoda. You had Obi-Wan Kenobi as the Force Ghosts. And all was well with the universe. Then we had the prequel trilogy. And the last scene in that had the last scene that I wanted to see, yeah. another binary sunset with uh, Uncle Owen holding baby Luke. And you know that they were going to be, you know, still there yeah. on the moisture farm on Tatooine for, for Star Wars. It was all set up. beautifully. So as far as endings go, I'm hoping that this will be the big epic finish. That we all deserve. The only thing I've got with
2: Jedi, Return of the Jedi that I don't quite get. Yeah. Is I understand completely having Hayden Christensen as a force ghost. Okay. I get that. It's great, it ties in the Oh, the prequel trilogy. Yeah. With
1: the... yeah,
2: okay. I'm, I'm happy with that, but what I don't quite get is how would Luke know that Anakin?
1: Maybe that's just how he appeared to us. Maybe to Luke, he appeared the way that he did the last time he saw him. day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Sebastian Shaw.
0: What I don't understand is, okay, we've all seen this trailer now, but don't you think it kinda had like it should have had a spoiler alert on it, really, shouldn't it?
1: What's the spoiler? Yeah.
0: Um what's his name? Um Stephen named him that only. Yeah. No no, that's not a spoiler.
1: That's a yes. Yeah. It's been reported ages ago that Ian yeah. McDonald was on stage. Yeah, but that, that should course, be something this. that should yeah.
0: be kept hush-hush.
1: Well, no, because it's going to be one of the first things that people would talk about anyway. Well,
0: no, hush-hush. And then they, when you they, go to cinema, you'd be like, oh, my God, I didn't know tr-
1: that. See, that was like, um, yeah, they got away with it with yeah. uh, Solo and Darth Maul. But I, I, it depends how this big a part he's got in the film.
2: is, as well, with the negative impact Last Jedi has had, they need a character for people to know there's a character in a much loved
1: character, the so, character that you love yeah. to hate, yeah. that's been manipulating everything since the Phantom Menace.
0: Like I can understand them, you. Well, I can and I can't really. I can understand them using them in a trailer to get people's attention and to go, "Oh, I really want to go see that now because he's in there." But also. But like the diehard Star Wars fans are going to see it anyway, wouldn't that have been better kept hush hush for them to have a but g-
2: everyone's missing a point? All we've actually heard is Darth Sidious's voice, yeah. No one's actually seen it, could be a fourth. Darth Sidious. We don't know, we don't know yeah. if you remember there.
1: there are going to be surprises in this because going into Last Jedi. Nobody knew that Yoda was going to pop up. Yeah,
0: that's true.
1: You forgot about Yoda, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I've got an idea for a little featurette thing here at the to to close off the show. For this time, um, I found online a list of the ten most expensive films. Ever made
0: Right, Avatar's going to be one
1: Okay, you've got Avatar's going to be in the list Endgame Endgame So you think those are the most expensive movies Ever made yeah. yeah Okay We will count them down from ten Okay And we will carry on down And you will see what the most expensive film Ever made is Whether it be Endgame Avatar, or something else. Okay. Are we excited? Yeah. I'm excited. Right. Stephen's
0: gob smacked.
1: Stevens Stephen's Steven gob has well and truly been smacked. Bigora. <laughs> Ten most expensive movies ever made. Are we ready? Yeah. Ten. Star Wars, The Last Jedi, which we've just spoken about, with a budget of. Two hundred and sixty-two million dollars, which translates to two hundred and four million pounds.
0: Oh my sweet Jesus.
1: What
2: I could have saved on that was getting him into the gambling planet?
1: <laughs> Arguably one of the most divisive blockbusters ever made, no argument here. Ryan Johnson's Star Wars sequel certainly stands as an expensive big extreme achievement with multiple alien words, worlds, worlds, including That Casino Town, mentioned. a large-scale space battle. This is one of the most ambitious movies ever made in the franchise. Wow. Okay.
2: Mm,
0: that's a bit bold, isn't it? most ambitious movies made in the franchise.
1: Well, the new trilogy's commitment to choosing practical work over CGI where possible was also a key factor in this expense. Okay. Okay. Kudos to them. Right then. So we've seen that and it's not the best Star Wars. No. Um, We've gone into why I'm hoping that when we go on opening night and we see The whole sequel trilogy of Fort Awakens, Last Jedi, and um, Rise of Skywalker. Mm. The Last Jedi will make some sense because episode uh, nine will actually kind of retrofix it. Like with Man of Steel.
0: Yeah.
1: I didn't care much for Man of Steel the dawn of justice oh, it made that it make was, sense yeah, that was good. Dawn of justice and then that. you know you understood where because superman kind of destroyed a city you saw it from the um, ground where bruce wayne saw it and then bruce wayne wanted to take superman out because he was a menace and it all made sense yeah. something like that please <clears throat> okay number 9 are we ready
0: yeah
1: number 9 is Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice. It cost more by a million. It came in at $263 million. Wow. Um, Let's see. The amount of spectacle necessary was always going to be expensive and Dawn of Justice certainly throws absolutely everything at the wall. Zack Snyder's Trademark grungy aesthetic was in full effect, and the production spent the better part of two hundred million shooting the lion's share of the film in Detroit, Michigan, from May two thousand fourteen. It received largely negative critical notices, but not from this house. No,
0: no, I really enjoyed it. It earned
1: eight hundred and seventy-four million worldwide. This put the movie in profits, despite the marketing spend, almost equivalent to the production budget. Eight. John Carter.
0: I've actually not seen this.
1: You actually have. Oh, have I? You have, yeah. Um, This was a huge failure for Disney. I don't remember it. I bought it when it first came out on DVD, and we watched it. It's based on the John Carter of Mars book by Edgar Wright Burroughs, who also wrote the Tarzan books. And we all of us fell asleep.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: I've still got the disc and I keep remaining to watch it or meaning to rewatch it. <laughs> um, I haven't as yet, but it's $264 million. Not that well spent because the franchise didn't come about, the film flopped badly. And what didn't help was I remember when
2: it was coming out, they thought that calling it John Carter, not John Carter of Mars, it would attract a bigger audience. Yeah. No one actually knows why that decision
1: was made. Seven, surprisingly, solo. A Star Wars story. Ah, with 275 no What?
0: I've still not watched Solo.
1: Should we just turn the microphone off while we take the shoes off and beat them with her?
0: Well, well, I, didn't know, with them. I didn't know if it was actually going to be a good movie. We've told
1: you this. I know you've told me
0: it's good, but I've still not got around to oh. watching it yet. Uh, yeah, you having
1: not even for Christmas. All right. You know, um, Disney Plus is coming out. Yeah. She is not being added to that subscription. But so she's
0: watched
1: this. Yeah. That is out of at order. It, you can watch Black Panther as well. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: I have and I watched it. I fell asleep.
2: You can watch it awake.
1: Justice League
0: oh, I do enjoy Justice League
1: With a budget of 300 million It's of course The follow up to Batman Versus Superman Um You know
0: what I kind of like flashing it
1: Snyder really stepped really down emotional. from the project during post-production phase following the death of his daughter was replaced by Avengers director Joss Whedon um, He was given an unprecedented $25 million budget for two months of reshoots during which Superman actor Henry Cavill infamously still had his moustache grown for Mission Impossible Fallout mm-hmm. The moustache had to be painted out using CGI
2: Unfortunately, <laughs> I've seen stills from the Zack Zach Snyder version of Justice League. Yes. And the movie does actually exist. Yeah. Joss Whedon blew it. I mean, I love that movie, but what could have been... Yeah. ...would have
1: been pretty epic on scale. Okay. Okay. According to this, the resulting movie proved to be a box office flop, making just 658 million worldwide. Just 658 million. What a disappointment. Uh, that led I to really an estimated loss for Warners in the region of 60 million. Well, they could eat that, couldn't
2: they? Well, it was a really good movie. It's just what could have been would have been better. Yeah.
0: Well, okay, then. Yeah.
2: Because the Zack Snyder cut is, I think, just over an hour longer.
1: I would like to see that. Yeah. But being that this lost 60 that, million, will they ever release it? That is actually gathering momentum fast. Well, then. I'd like to see it. Right then. Number five. Oh! Actually, it's just the same, it's the same as Justice League, Pirates of the Caribbean, At World's End, which we happened to watch this past week. Yeah.
0: Oh, see, Johnny Depp is one of my favorite actors. Yeah. And he's always going to be in a Tim Burton movie. Well, not always. That's a bit of an understatement. But he's there's a good chance he he'll be in a Tim in Burton movie. In the last movie. two. There's a good chance. Good
1: chance, is
2: what I said.
0: Bad chance, bad chance. Good
1: chance. Part of the film was filmed at the same time as Dead Man's Chest*, the previous movie. Um, An additional 70 days off the coast of California were allotted for this one. More than 1,000 effect shots were constructed by Industrial Light and Magic and Digital Domain. To realise the myriad characters and locations... Of director Gore Babinski's world. But this was a success. It brought in 961 million. Wow. Which made still less than Dead Man's Chest, but okay. Infinity War. 316 million. Now, I remember... When Infinity War and Endgame were being pre- produced, yeah. it was rumored that between them, if you made them into one film, it would be the world's first billion dollar budget. Yeah. Turns out, no, that's not quite right. So, Infinity War cost 316 million. Quite cheap for what we had yeah. on screen, I think. And screw you, Martin Scorsese and uh, Francis Ford Coppola. So three five, sorry, three sixteen million for Infinity War, and then at number three, Endgame with three five six million.
2: Oh, I made, I made the top three.
1: You made the top three. Okay. Okay. Uh, Endgame contains more than 3,000 visual effects shots Wow Contributed by around a dozen different companies And of course The um, Expensive Why they shot them back to back But you know All in all they still didn't beat Yeah
0: but Avengers made them Famous really isn't it Like Not
1: Really they made Chris Evans famous. No. Okay, so he yeah, had but fantastic four. Now and Now they're
0: becoming A-list Robert because of
1: Ben. Downey Jr. had already had a career and already won an Oscar. Yeah. But yeah, the but point you, is you don't really know
0: him Chris until I, um, Iron Man.
1: Well, your generation
2: doesn't. Yeah. My generation doesn't. The point I'm making um, is people like Chris Evans is that Losers was largely not seen. Okay. But Despite the fact that we love them, the Fantastic Four movies didn't go down well.
1: Scarlett Johansson. What did she do for Black Widow? She was known before Black Widow. Okay.
0: Yes. And what? Ugh. what stuff?
1: Lots of stuff.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Rob, Name hang on three. a second. Hang on a second. Name okay three. then, Samuel L. Jackson.
2: Oh yeah. He was brought back to prominence with Pulp Fiction. Exactly. Not brought back to prominence. That was John Travolta. The fifths and that's for coconut. Oh God! We'd all have a
1: happy dance. Right, the second most expensive film of all time, surprisingly, well, that's Avengers.
0: Avengers now.
1: Age of Ultron, with a budget of three hundred and sixty-five million. So, Age of Ultron in two thousand and fifteen. Cost more than Endgame. Wow. By quite a wide margin. Three hundred and fifty six million for Endgame, three hundred and sixty five million for Age of Ultron. Mm. Uh, Again, I suppose basically the the cast and the special effects because you don't get to drop a city for free, do you? Are we ready for the most expensive movie of all time, according to Microsoft News? Yes. Yes. Right. We know it's not Endgame. Do you want to stick with Avatar? Uh,
0: I know it was one of the most expensive movies made. Okay. But I really don't know.
1: You've got to stick with one. You've got to stick or go with another?
0: I'm going to stick.
1: Steve, you know now it's not endgame. You have one more bite at this cherry. Mm. Come on, Steve. The clocks no, go I, back I, tonight. I, I, I don't know. Okay. The answer might surprise you because. The Caribbean on Stranger Tides is the most expensive movie ever made. I had no idea. With a budget of $3.9 million.
2: I thought that for that one, they said that they pulled the budget back.
1: Well... Here we go. Disney considered at World's End to be a big expensive closer for the Pirates trilogy so when they decided to bring back Jack Sparrow for a fourth installment they aimed for a budget less likely to break the bank. London and Hawaii were chosen as primary filming locations as a result of favourable tax breaks while a tighter production schedule was agreed with new director Rob Marshall replacing franchise veteran Gore Verbinski. The costs soon ballooned. However, Johnny Depp was paid fifty-five point five million to return to the role, and production had to move from Hawaii to California after somewhat like, strong tides scuppered the the original location. Oh wow. Um. Marshall and cinematographer Darius Wolski opted to shoot almost the entire thing in 3D rather than carry out a post-production conversion, managing to bring 3D cameras out into locations in a more ambitious way than any previous project. On Stranger Tide, a million dollar barrier bringing in 1.05 billion, that's 819 million pounds, scoring a solid profit for Disney despite the inflated production costs associated with getting the movie to the big screen. Eight years after it hit cinema screens, the movie still stands as the most expensive Hollywood production in history. So wow. there we are. We have things today, haven't we? Definitely. Yes. We've learned that we don't like other people being yeah. with us. Yeah. We've learned what the most expensive um, movie ever made was. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's that's enough
2: learning for one day, isn't right. it? Learned at test number two.
0: Oh, we, don't yes. bring that again.
2: Oh,
1: here we go.
0: We don't here need we to hear this again.
1: Oh, my goodness. Anyhow, we are going to leave. Shall we leave them because it's Halloween this coming week? Shall we leave them with a happy Halloween? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. On three. Happy, Happy
2: Halloween. Halloween.
1: This is me, Robin Pierce signing off with a hearty, stay different, stay weird. This is Tiff. See ya. <laughs> In at number two, and this oh, is
0: no,
2: three. Seriously. Steve, this is number one. It always will be
1: saying adios. Stay low, stay sharp, stay safe. Talk to you in two weeks.